Hello, this is Mike Demo. I am an eight-year veteran with the Marines. Two deployments under my belt. And since leaving the Marine Corps in 2008, I've run across many challenges and many adventures. I've run my own marketing company. I've sold cars. I've been married. I've been divorced. I've lost my grandfather. I've lost my stepdad. Most recently, though, I found myself. Today, I want to talk to you about my why and how it could impact your life. See, I'm not too dissimilar from many veterans who exited the service. While my exit was honorable, it was, in fact, very unexpected. You see, back then, PTSD or any service-connected rating was something rarely discussed, and the military medical complex was somewhat lacking in their ability to understand or support its members. As it was said on, I believe, the Drinking Bros podcast, we were road hard and put away wet. If you're a former service member or currently serving, you might understand exactly what I'm talking about. This and many things will weigh on somebody. Maybe you felt that weight on your soul as well. The struggles that I faced going through exiting the service and trying to find my next mission were many. You see, at the time that I was uh, discharged from the service, I had a meritorious officer's package coming together as a then 25-year-old. It seemed like the world was my oyster. I had opportunity abounding. The future was bright. And I could make the world how I saw fit. Unfortunately, that's not how it always works. And I found myself out of the core, no job, no reintegration of any sort. It was just sign these papers and away you go. So that reintegration to society never really happened the way that it most likely should have happened, which set the stage for many struggles. I'm very thankful for those struggles because otherwise I wouldn't be here today. Sometimes you just have to get kicked in the dick in order to find out what you're really all about. And that's what being discharged did for me. Not having a college degree, I found it relatively hard to find a job, let alone a career. Even though in the military, I was outstanding at my job. None of that translated over to the civilian side of the house. Uh, if you've ever done a smart transcript or uh, whatever they call that for the uh, army side of the house, air force side of the house, I had one of those jobs that politely said no civilian equivalent. What that means is unless you have a degree, you're pretty much out of luck. So what's one to do when 
the economy is only going to offer you minimum wage jobs, maybe $10 an hour if you're willing to paint a house, which in Connecticut doesn't get you uh, year-round work, as you might imagine, because, well, nobody paints their houses during the winter. So I found myself in sales because the one job that will always be available in this world is, in fact, sales. And inside of funding a career in sales, I didn't want to just sell anything. I wanted to sell a product I could believe in. I wanted to sell a product that people would actually have use for and that would create value for them long after the time that I'd been able to sit down and meet with them. That's ironically enough how I found myself back working with Cutco Cutlery and Vector Marketing. See, it was one of the few places in this world that I would be accepted for exactly who I am. And my promotions were all based on my merit. You do well, and you do well. Like it should be in so much of the world. Transitioning into being a manager with Cutco, I had the opportunity to impact the lives of hundreds of young adults, basically college-age kids that, instead of deciding to be a lifeguard for the year or for the summer, would actually gain some real-world knowledge and skills on how the business world works. It was a very true passion of mine as I enjoyed being able to help other people learn and develop skills that I'd already possessed and to help them find the value in working towards their goals. The problem with that is I still hadn't come to terms with my exit from the service and if you don't have a true understanding of who you are and where you are, it's very hard for you be able to provide the stable leadership that encourages others to want to follow you into the fire. While my office did relatively well for a while, eventually things started to unravel. I spent time at the VA hospital in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, just talking with the doctors there. Um, I also had a pretty decent injury to my back and spent some time talking with the psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever you want to call them, just to get a better understanding for where I was in the world, what was going on. See, I've always been a very self-aware person and I knew that my current circumstances didn't engender the future success that I wanted to see in this world. Unfortunately, all the VA was able to tell me is, we don't think you're broken, which later imagery from civilian doctors would disprove, but that'll be for another episode if you've served, you might have been to the VA and you probably understand where I'm going with that. 
So fast forward to 2010. I closed down my business. I've recently been engaged to uh, the woman that I loved. Been on and off with her for many years at that point. Uh, she'd been with me through my Iraq deployment. And things were looking up. As part of that transition, the one thing that I hadn't done was continue to work on myself. See, I had a problem being able to express myself openly and freely, to be able to be open and emotional and truly show the level of love and care that I had for people in my world. You might be the same way now, which I love you for. It's where I came from, so I get it. That obviously would create challenges during a marriage, especially when the stresses of the finance come into play while I went back to school. Not being able to fully explain how you're feeling and instead diving into yourself instead of pouring into others. Finding that sedation is the answer instead of exploration of oneself and one's soul. Eventually did get divorced, which in its own right is a good thing. It allowed me to find the beautiful woman that I'll be marrying later this year. So, as I say, I guess everything happens for a reason. But what did I do to change the path that I was on? That's the million-dollar question. What changed that made me decide that the path that I was on wasn't the path that I wanted to stay on? You see, at this point in my life, I'd actually had quite a bit of success moving over into the finance industry uh, as an internal wholesaler. If you have any questions about what that all entails, feel free to drop me a comment. But while I was able to achieve awards, what I didn't achieve is that sense of self-love. In fact, just about a year ago, I was extremely hungover doing some work in the yard in the house that I just recently purchased, cleaning up after a Connecticut winter, getting rid of sand and starting to plan out where all the new spring foliage was going to come up. It didn't seem like a time for five-finger death punch or avenge sevenfold or anything like that. I don't think my brain could physically have taken it at that point. So I decided to look into podcasts, which as an Android user, kind of a new thing. I found the Drinking Brothers podcast, and it let me know that I might not necessarily be the only one here that was going through some tougher times, and it made me feel like you know, shit, it might be okay. After a couple episodes, I wanted to check out something different. And I stumbled upon 
this podcast called 15 Minutes to Freedom, which seemed like some sort of a self-help seminar, but I figured what the heck. I'm going to be mowing the lawn. I need something to listen to. And I heard the most amazing thing. I heard a guy that was 100% completely open about the shit that was going on in his life. It was unabashed. It was candidly kind of awkward at times to hear some of the things, but I could relate to the real talk that was coming out of my headphones. And I decided that I wanted to learn a little bit more. There's a saying that what you seek is seeking you. And at that point, I knew that this wasn't the life that I wanted to live. That I didn't want to end up getting married and divorced again. That at 36 at the time, I wanted to be able to have a family, have somebody that I could show love to, and live that dream that I'd had for so many years. The problem was, is I thought that I was broken. I felt that with all the things that had happened, that it it just wasn't going to be in the cards for me. That maybe I'm not worth it, or maybe it's just better off that I don't do that. So what changed, you might ask? I listened to the podcast for a couple months. Then I decided to reach out to Ryan Nidell. At first for some basic health questions because I was tired of being fat. And he was distinctly not fat. And I wanted just to get some tips and tricks. Some of the things that he was talking about with green smoothies and this core four seemed to really speak to the more military side of my brain saying that if you have a mission and a purpose you can get yourself on track and get things moving eventually that relationship flourished a little bit I ended up spending some money and going through some of Ryan's coaching protocols. And I signed up for the Life Optimization Experience number one. This is where I was able to find myself again as part of the pre-work, which is always so important. I committed myself to opening up every deep recess of my soul in order to find out what was truly going on with me so that I could heal myself. You see, it doesn't matter if you go talk to people and just answer their questions. You have to be able to take ownership of what is truly going on in your life and how you want the world to be in your eyes. At that event, through a series of activities, meditations, and different events to change your thinking and your habits, for the first time in many years, I was able to come to peace with my past 
and be able to look at the future with new eyes. It was probably the most impactful four days of my entire life because it's going to impact the rest of my life. Throughout other episodes, I'll be talking more in depth about these things. But if you have an interest in creating that new paradigm for yourself, whether it's listening to this podcast, listening to Ryan Idell's podcast, reaching out to somebody, or even reaching out to me, just know that you're worth it. And the future starts when you decide that you're worth it.